Well, let's take a look at this artist soon to be let go of. Yeah, it's looks resoundingly fine. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, The Walking Dead's artwork has always just been fine. Yeah, that's fair enough. It's not good enough to sell me on a book, but not bad enough to push me away from a book. It's fine. I mean, yeah. Let's see. There's a lot of weird creatures and stuff in this, which are interesting. So, it's got that, you know. Yeah. So was this like some sort of post-apocalypse thing? Uh, that would be my guess. Only it's like again, mutant. it's Robert Kirkman. So. It's like so I guess it's like mutant alien apocalypse instead of zombie apocalypse. Yes, mutant alien apocalypse. No Kirkman. Uh, let's see. Um, apocalyptic hellscape of oblivion. So the name of the place is Oblivion? The name of the place is Oblivion. A decade ago, 300,000 citizens of Philadelphia were suddenly lost in Oblivion. So this is Philadelphia. So it's roughly the same as the actual Philadelphia. Yeah, I've, I was there not too long ago, and it looks surprisingly the same. Even, even with the giant spider monsters. Ah, Philadelphia. <laughs> It has a reputation for being a shitty, shitty place. Hey, it's not, it's not Detroit. Well, but it, don't bring RoboCop into this. Detroit <laughs> didn't spawn Gomer. And no, Gomer's not actually from like Philadelphia, Philadelphia, but he roots for their teams. So I associate Philadelphia with Gomer, which is not a good thing for me to be associating with your city. But then again, Philadelphia also has Rocky. I saw, uh, saw it was uh, John Oliver had was doing on his show a bit about uh, statues and memorials and stuff, and he was talking about like your statues make a statement about you. Um, um, this statue, you know, Statue of Liberty, says like you're welcome here. This statue, it's a statue of Rocky in Philadelphia, says that the best thing we could come up with about our city is a fictional character. <laughs> this statue, and it's like Christ the Redeemer, tells you about yay big. <laughs> Yeah. Not sure what he's talking about, but it was about that yeah. big. But in any event. <sighs> What'd you pick up this week? A uh, new Thor came out. Oh, yeah. That's always pretty kick ass. Fighting Mangog. Mangog. Which is a pretty heavy hitter in Thor's Rogues Gallery. Is it Rogues Gallery or Rogue Gallery? I've always been confused about that. Well, a rogue gallery seems like some place that would sell illegal art, but... I'll go rogue gallery. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I mean, it's a creature fueled by the dying rage of a billion slaughtered mortals. Right. All, all that rage directed towards the gods. Yep. Basically a roided out for the god butcher. Well, 
Yes. <laughs> Technically, uh, Mangog's older. According Mangog's to older. Wikipedia, it's Rogue's Gallery. Rogue's oh, Gallery? Okay. Okay. Well, then, then yeah. the almighty Wikipedia is spoken. Thor, yeah. I feel like, has a pretty mid-tier Rogue's Gallery. I mean, the best Rogue's Galleries are probably Batman and Spider-Man. Batman, Spider-Man. Um, Flash is helped out by the fact that a lot of his enemies all work together in a team called the Rogues. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of a cheat, though. It is Indi- kind of a cheat. Individually, none of them are all that noteworthy, except for maybe Captain Cold or yeah. you know, Reverse Flash. But... Superman's is... I guess kind of, it's kind of B-tier, I guess. Superman is, is a pretty good Rogues Yeah, I mean, you got a lot of iconic villains, like Lex Luthor oh, yeah. or Darks. Would Darkseid count as okay. Superman's? At this point, I think he was. Alright. And then, of course, you got like Craniac, Bizarro, Doomsday. That's good as my Empire standard shoot. Well, the Doomsday is more of a like. Doomsday's a Superman Rogues guy. Yeah, he totally is, but. I mean, the the, the story he is known for is killing Superman. Absolutely, he's in Superman's Rogues Gallery. I'm just saying, like, he has absolutely no personality. Oh, no. He's just like. Doomsday is a horrible character. He's a cataclysmic event that happens. Right. I mean, he's definitely a credible, imposing threat, right? But a pretty shit character. He's just bony Hulk with less personality, right? Which is to say, no personality. Speaking of uh, Hulk with less personality, did you pick up damage? No, uh, no. <laughs> um, is it? Is that all? It, it looks like that's that, what it that, is. That but is, is that what it is? That is what it is. I, I picked it up. I mean, it wasn't bad, but no. It, it, it's basically just a classic Hulk story, but uh, not, you know? I associate the name Damage with a character that used to be in Jeff Johns' Justice Society book, who essentially just had, like, he just, like, blew shit up. So there's no association there? No association whatsoever. Of course, I didn't really tell you a whole lot. It was basically the first issue uh, was just Damage messing shit up, you know. Is there a Bruce Banner stand-in as well as a Hulk stand-in persona? Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a human character, but you didn't really see him at okay. all. You saw him in the last now, panel. But... He wasn't testing a bomb when a careless no. teen drove into the blast site and he had to run out and save him. don't know his origin right? yet. Oh. All we know is that he works for the military and... Uh, okay, not off to a good start there. You know, basically... What he, what he really uh, reminds me of is the new Red Hulk over at Marvel. Okay. Um, did you read uh, U.S. Avengers at all? I did not. Uh, well, the new Red Hulk, he has a, he can only Hulk out for an hour a day. Yeah, I think they have pills for that. That's basically what it is. <laughs> so he only Hulks out for an hour a day, and damage can only be damaged for an hour a day. Of course, that Red Hulk, Red Hulk has complete control over what he's doing, and damage does not. But... Okay, so is he, is he just kind of like a grenade that the basically, army throws into a situation? Yeah, basically he's just a guy, <laughs> they just point him in the direction and he goes. Okay. Okay. You know, of all the like new titles DC is launching here in the first half of the year, that is one of the ones that kind of went under my radar because... That's the impression I got. Is well, all, it's of, all of their new heroes look like Marvel heroes? I mean, Sideways looks a lot like Spider-Man. The Terrifics looks a lot, a lot like, like Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. Uh, there's one that's like Brimstone or something like that. 
uh, looks a lot like Ghost Rider. Who's that one, like, it's like a woman running around, it's like an espionage, like, gun uh, type Silencer? Guy. That's it. She kind of yeah. looks like Black Widow. Kind of. But, I mean, I guess, to be fair, like, femme fatale espionage type could apply to a lot more than just Black Widow. Could. The Hulk thing is obviously a Blade Runner, but, uh, I don't, know. I don't know. I am looking forward to the Terrifics, though. It's got Jeff Lemire writing it. Uh, definitely looking forward to it. And I love Mason Plastic Man. He's, uh, he's one of those characters I like a lot that I never really get to read, because he's never in anything. Yeah, he's never in anything. The last time I saw him was he was in, uh, that Secret Six book before Rebirth. It was the last time I saw him. And he didn't know he was Plastic Man until right before that book ended. See, I didn't even know that at all until you said that just now. Right. Um, I know that Jeff Morrison, Grant Morrison, pre-Jeff Johns days, was, like, using him in Justice League, I think. Or at least, like, off and on. Yeah, I, like, I really like the character. Plastic um, always fun. <laughs> I hope he's still fun. Like, I w don't want this to be, like, the gritty-up version of Plastic Man or whatever. What's Jeff Lemire? I don't think he'll want to Yeah, probably not. Um, he's in good hands. Oh, and I... Is it Ivan Reese or Ivan Rice? I've never been sure about how to say his last name. I always say Reese. Okay. But, you know... But he's a great artist. I'm looking forward to yeah. his contribution. It's a great creative team. Uh, I I like Mr. Terrific well enough. I don't care about Metamorpho, but, like, not... Like in a positive or a negative sense. Metamorpho just exists. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't even know. Phantom Phantom Lady. Lady. Is that is it Phantom Lady? I think it's Phantom Lady. Phantom Lady. Yeah. Either way, I don't know who she even is. Uh, but the just the strength of the creative team and the direction <laughs> it's going in is enough to. Does look fun. I'm also sort of interested in the Immortal Man, mainly because. Uh, Kenyon's uh, Detective Comics has been really good. So, yeah, give him another team book. I don't know anything about it. Immortal Man, is that like Resurrection Man? Um, pretty... I, don't, I don't even know who's on the team. I think I remember seeing Resurrection Man, but... Who else? Is, like, who are the contenders here? Like, Vandal Savage and, like, Ross Ghul or... Oh, surely not them, but... Well, I'm sure I'm sure they'll uh find the book at some point. You know. Who's older, Vandal Savage? Well, Vandal Savage must be older. He's like a caveman, so never mind. Yeah, Vandal, if... Vandal Savage yeah. is a caveman. I was about to ask if he was older than Vandal uh, Savage was one of the first humans. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, well, that's the last name and everything. Oh uh, well. So what's up, Larry? Oh, I was just sharing a. Uh... Then we're doing a board game tournament in February. When the Just trying to do that social media thing, and then I've been noticing a lot more shares from um, the Outright Geekery Facebook page, or sorry, the Comic City Two Facebook page. I've been trying to be a little more there. Yeah, more events or trying to get the kiddos. Well, trying to yeah to help. It's one of our New Year's resolution was to uh, yeah make sure that we. You know, get not only do more events, but get people out there, get them noticed. Yeah. Oh, those are those are good resolutions yeah. to keep. It helps uh, keep the community healthy. Very good. 
now. Um, other than that, yeah. <sighs> yeah, just kind of recouping uh, from uh, the pre-release and the uh, snowpocalypse that Snowpocalypse. <laughs> no, it really was did not... cripple the city for a few days, it seems. Well, I, I you literally know... just sat in my apartment and played board games for like two days. Oh, Any good ones? All the good ones, you know, all the classics. Monopoly, Uno, card game, you know, whatever, whatever board game, classic board game you can think of, I play. Okay. Real marathon session. Oh, yeah, time. it's great. Now... When you played Monopoly, did you lose all of your friends, or just a handful of them? Uh, only one, but okay. he was the one I knew I was going to lose anyway, Okay. and so I'd already written him off. Okay. Are they still alive? Oh, he's still alive. Okay. Then you Not weren't playing Monopoly well enough, <laughs> you know, if, if there wasn't, like, near-fatal injuries. If you're playing oh, with he... Larry, it's not really a Monopoly game until there's blood on the table. Until <laughs> so there is no table. Wow. Larry takes no prisoners. Literally. I will karate chop this yeah, table. Until someone has a hotel lodged up somewhere, you know. Uh, we used to joke, if you weren't playing a, a board game hard enough to lose a friend, you weren't playing it hard enough. Uh... But, yeah, if anybody was wondering, this is Geeks of the Square Table, 184. I, I didn't think anybody would be. Presumably, they clicked on a link that had the title of that very thing on it. You know, hopefully. Uh, but, you know, there's always the chance they appeared here randomly. If so, thank you for sticking around at this point. I don't know. I wanna or know. my apologies for later. I don't I know. I want to know how you got to this show randomly. Please send an email describing the story of how you got to the show randomly with no knowledge of what it is. Now, if you did, yes. Send it to ComicCity2 at gmail.com. That's C-O-M-I-X-C-I-T-Y-T-O-O at gmail.com. I want to know if you made a good first impression. What were we talking about when you hit record? Uh, you were talking about this? Talking about fine art. That's what we're talking about. Okay. Well... And how the art was okay. I believe I said fine, fine yeah. was the word we used multiple times. Not yeah, we, enough. We to really hammered get, home how fine the art is. Not enough to attract you to the book, but not enough to turn you off. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. fine. It's fine. Yeah. It serves its purpose. Yeah. So. Is. I'm assuming this is a planned ongoing. Um, do you think it's going to be a billion trillion issues like Walking Dead or Invincible? Uh, I don't know. Um, I have not. It just arrived uh, like yesterday. So if I remember the back blurb, it's 10 years into Apocalypse Philadelphia. Uh, yep, yeah, a decade ago, 300,000 citizens of Philadelphia were suddenly lost in oblivion. Yeah. That's how I describe Philadelphia. Oblivion. Yeah. That was a fun Onion article I was reading one time. Um, talk, it was like when the Pope was visiting the U.S. and talking about how uh, the Pope um, is aghast at the city of Philadelphia and says that he can offer no blessings here for God's light does not shine upon the city. <laughs> 
I pray only that his judgment rain down like fire and smite this wretched place from the earth. <laughs> Paraphrasing, but general idea. It's a little harsh. Yeah. But hey, Philly wasn't where I was born and raised. <laughs> That's good. What was that? There was a story I heard a few years ago where, like, um, somebody, like, put some sort of, like, friendly robot on a hitchhiking journey around the country, and they got as far as Philadelphia, at which point they just broke the shit out of it because they're assholes in Philadelphia. Which is, I guess, a pretty good summation of what to expect going in. Well, they say it's the city of brotherly love. Lies, Larry. Horrible, horrible lies. Ah. Uh- do you have a brother? I do. We don't, like, randomly ship each other or anything like that. Okay, so you, <laughs> you and your brother get along better than, than me and my brother got you along. You shiv your brother? Only once or twice. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if shiv is the right uh, I guess adjective. I guess there's a reason <laughs> Larry allegedly keeps a riot shield <laughs> with him at all uh, times. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, he may have set me on fire. You know, I may have stabbed him. Yeah. Did you deserve to be set on fire? Oh no, I was like two. So yes. I was about to ask if it like set your beard ablaze, but I guess two-year-old Larry didn't quite have the. Yeah, two-year-old Larry was two-year-old Larry was still rocking the five o'clock shadow. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh <laughs> uh, well. Yeah, well, it, it came on once I started drinking bourbon. And, oh, it's so when you were one. Uh, but another non-Larry news. Um, There's other kinds of news? There is, in fact. Um, last week it was stated that Marvel has hired a writer for a Black Widow movie. Which, yeah, I'm pretty... Give her a whip, she's Catwoman almost. They're different enough. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I, re- I really like that face tan. <laughs> I mean, there's a distinction between like the burglar archetype and like the spy archetype. They're both kind of like a femme fatale, I guess, but they're different enough that I don't see much of a, too much of a comparison, at least. But yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um, Kind of long overdue, in fact. It's definitely overdue. Is it too overdue? Maybe. they missed their window? I mean, at this point, they already have everything set up all the way till the fourth Avengers, and after the fourth Avengers movie, I don't know how much steam will be left Well, the Marvel franchise. Well, if this yeah. is the time where they're whipping out the X-Men and the Fantastic Four, though, that could that is be true. where that they're is breathing true. new life into it. And also, you know, uh, they if they don't come out with something uh, that's female-driven, you know, and we see another Wonder Woman movie in it, you know, they if may... just now writing the Black Widow movie, Wonder Woman 2 is definitely going to be out before. Oh, yeah. But so Marvel I mean, will have Captain Marvel out by then. That's true. I do believe Captain Marvel is slated to be out before Wonder Woman 2. Right. It's Which, between the two Avengers movies. It's already a bit of a black eye for Marvel that, even with a huge head start, DC got out the female movie first. Which, to be fair, Wonder Woman is by far more iconic than any female character Marvel has. That is true. But, 
I mean, what, yeah, I mean, what is the most iconic female Marvel hero? Storm, maybe. Which they can't use. Well, they can't now. Yeah. Well, they can now. Um, I guess you can make the argument for the Invisible Woman. Yeah, which is another I one mean, they can't use. Maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah really Fantastic but, Four. But both, yeah, the but both of those, woman. both of those that you just mentioned, were part of teams that were heavily filled with men. You're entirely right. You could also argue for Jean Grey, and same deal there. Um, as far as Solo, um, Black Widow, I guess. Even Black Widow. She's almost always on a team, sure. She's almost always on a team. I feel like she isn't, like... Going live. Oh, God. Oh, well. I'm not sure why you do that to us, Larry. We don't all gussied up for the occasion. But, um... Scary. I, I was Black just Widow, a thought. I feel like yeah. Black Widow's identity isn't tied into the Avengers the way the Invisible Woman's is to Fantastic Four or right. is to the X-Men or Jean Grey's to the X-Men. But yeah, um, Wonder Woman definitely stands alone far more than any female hero I can think of in Marvel's lineup. Except for maybe Captain Marvel now, but that's a recent development. That is a recent development. Well, and of course now... Uh, don't they have a Squirrel Girl TV show? Well, and... Squirrel Girl is going to be a character on New Warriors. Well, uh, Miss Marvel, and as far as the 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 young Miss Marvel, they could do something with her. I don't oh. think she's doing anything I as far love as the. the young Marvel, uh, and I would love to see that. The Probably cinematic the universe is that you have to you have to get Captain Marvel out of the universe. That is true. because um, Captain the, Marvel is. Really, yeah. integral to Ms. Marvel. That's entirely correct. Uh, Ms. Marvel, Kamala Khan, she is a very conscious legacy character. So it's kind of hard to do that without establishing Captain Marvel first. But, that is but hey, I mean, Captain Marvel's in the pipes on its way, so maybe they'll get that done. Maybe. Although maybe Kamala works better in a TV show than she does in her own. I don't really know. Well... Probably. I mean, most most comic characters, characters yeah. would really work better on TV shows because they're, they're they're from a serial format anyway. You're right, but I guess since that's not on the docket, you might as well make the moves. But um, if we, what do you would you want the Black Widow movie to be? Would you want it to be an origin story, or would you want no. it to take place in modern MCU? <sighs> Well, hasn't it, it doesn't she... have to be an origin story. It doesn't have to be either, you know. It can it can still take place before, you know, her goings on with the Avengers, and still not be an origin story. Well, you know, I mean, you could drop, you know, a few clues here and there of her origins. Right. Yeah. You drop a few more. And I think and... it actually works better that way to leave it as clues here and there to let it like. Because like, she's uh, been around in the MCU for a while. So it would be really weird to go back and be like, and now I remember when I first became a spot, you know, when we've already been introduced to the character for this long. And also, origin stories, they always, they never, they never hit for me. They always take away from the mystique of the characters. Yeah, and that's especially, that would be especially problematic for Black Widow, where mystique is kind of half the point of the exactly. past. 
I don't really want them to go into what happened in Budapest. That works better right. as like some sort of shadowy incident and, over past. And all, all the stuff with the Red Room, you know, all the stuff that I've come up with in my mind is way better than anything that they can put Yeah, at this point, it's better left to the imagination. Exactly. Sometimes mysteries are better left unsolved. And I'd, rather just see her, one of those I'd rather just see her be a badass spy for yeah. two hours, you know? Depending on the casualty list from the Avengers 3 and 4 movies, maybe the movie is her leading the Avengers now or some such thing. Could be, could be. This is probably a horrible, boring video to watch. Probably. No one asked you to make a video. That's why this is usually in podcast form and not video form. I'm trying something new. I mean, thank God we weren't sitting here shirtless like we often are. (laughs) Well, you know. Uh, there, there goes our yeah, viewers. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, maybe if we ever have another cheese cast, we'll video that. Yeah, that way we can show off the different cheeses. Yeah. This is what an aged Gouda looks like. Oh, man. That was a good one. I very much enjoyed that one. You keep showing off that that book. I'm not sure how many times they need to, like, absorb well, the end. Well, here's the thing, is we keep saying that book multiple times, but I don't think we've even set the title of the book yet, or, no. or who wrote it, well, or we who don't, the artist well, is, now, or anything about it. Well, really. now we don't need to, since Larry has given, like, in-depth look at it. And are you okay to be flipping through and putting that on the internet? Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you might have to throw out this whole video cast altogether now. I don't think you could throw out a live video. <laughs> Oh, so it is actually broadcasting right now? Yes. You have oh. any, you have any, yeah. have any viewers on live. there? Dude, Robert Kirkman uh, is going to break in here and kill us all because you Oh, just... Robert Kirkman doesn't care about us. Robert Kirkman is going to pay yeah, people. Yeah, that's at least a three-hour drive, either whether he's in Atlanta or Kentucky. So. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, I, I think I may have one off and on. I don't know. There's two for a while. It's then you started one. talking about taking off your pants, and they went away. He's not taking off my shirt. He said shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a way different podcast when we take off our pants. Yeah. Fair enough. Usually, Jules is here. So Jules never, doesn't ever exist. Happens. Exactly. Oh, man. Jules is a figment of your imagination. What a twist! <laughs> What's a twist! I don't. Yeah, I don't even think he's a. He's a sentient computer anymore, because I don't even see him on there. Oh, this is crazy. I'm, like, getting the feed of me watching. Like, oh, there's a little bit of a delay, it seems. But... Uh, well, usually, oh, well. Yeah, you know, got to have that, that delay. So I'm watching you watching me doing this podcast now. That's awful. What, what the hell? That seems exciting. All right. Uh, uh, uh. There goes the one viewer. Damn it. you. Uh, ooh. Shiny promotional. Yeah, for, for the bad Transformers that nobody should watch. Is that like a advertisement for like a theme park ride? Think it's yeah, a it's a theme park movie? ride. Okay. Uh, Transformers 3D The Ride. Is that at the Orlando one? Or? That's what I would assume. Universal Studios. Florida? I guess that's what that says. It's a little hard to read with the... Uh... You know, as, as much as I wouldn't recommend the movies for the most part... I'm sure the ride's fun. Yeah, that does sound like it can make for a cool ride. Uh, well, I don't know if I'd want to stand in line for probably the two hours it would take to get in. Yeah. Um, 
Standing in line is a unfortunate, time-consuming part of going to places like Universal or Disney World. Well, Disney, like, nickel and dimes you with that fast pass. Oh, yeah, they do. Especially now. Fast cash. Fast pass. Fast pass. Fast pass. What is this fast pass that you It's a pass that allows you to go fast. It's pretty self-explanatory, Larry. (laughs) But no, it lets you, like, skip the lines. There's, like, a special queue for the fast pass people. You basically have to sign up ahead of time to be at this ride at this specific time. So, and if you're not there, that's the Amusement time. park appointments? Basically. Basically is what it is. What it is. Nothing says spontaneous fun like an appointment. Not all fun has to be spontaneous, Larry. Well, nothing says spontaneous fun like sitting in line for two hours either, so... Yeah, okay, so that's a good point. Like, let's say, the on a whim, you decide to go to Space Mountain. I feel like the moment has passed by the time you get to the back of the line, wait for forever, and get to actually on the ride. I will have to take your word for it. Because for, as I've never been to Space Mountain, you know, whether planned or on a whim. Well, it is one of the more highly recommended rides at Disney World, so... One of these one days, of the more iconic parts. One of these days, I might make it to Disney World. I've got a young, I've got a young nephew, and my sister is starting to talk about taking him to Disney World sometime. Not quite old enough yet, I would say. I think I'd rather go to the Harry Potter World. Ah, but then you have to sell, you know, your firstborn child. Yeah, but why do you have to sell your get a wand that reacts? Well, it's just an expression to imply that it's very expensive to go to Harry Potter. Very expensive to go to Disney World. (laughs) Touche. I think Harry Potter is the more expensive of the two. I don't know for sure. I don't know. Isn't Harry Potter part of uh, Universal Universal Studios? I think so. I'd want to go to the new Star Wars stuff they have at Disney World. They haven't opened that yet. Well, when if and when they do. Okay, when they do. Yeah, that's exciting. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give them motion sickness Dro- or some shit. Dropping the phone. Ah, <laughs> oh. oh, man. God damn it, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> yep, video. yep. Exciting video. <laughs> so I hear they make a whole tripod for these things. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to live cast oh, wow. our well, podcast and you might need to get one rather than a, dropping apparently uh, yeah, you can turn it into selfie mode to live cast Ooh. it oh yeah. selfie mode yeah, so you can see, you can see yeah. I guess you could always there. flip the camera at any time you want but... yeah. yeah I don't know if it's better or worse uh, well I guess technically the camera is supposed to be better on the other side, right? Yeah, theoretically. Uh, now should we try to fashion some sort of prop to hold it up? Here? Well we could. I mean if there yeah, that, if people that actually does not, wanted to watch this that does not a good view fit of the ceiling to the standards of the show though. <laughs> right, we need to make it worse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's gotta be well, the Larry's gotta like point possible. it up at the ceiling, so that about that about covers our usual professional standards of excellence. <laughs> it might as well be a podcast, because you yeah. can't see any of the people talking. Oh, man. All right. the, the, the really funny thing about this is the fact that I literally own $1,000 worth of video equipment. Um, 
And I'm doing it with a you know hundred dollar phone, yeah, yeah propped up against uh, because that's how we books. roll. Yeah. Here he keeps it a square table. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, so what else is going on? But why? Because we can. There's some sort of. Can't remember the. Oh, I did hear that apparently the Last Jedi is doing very badly in China. They've already pulled it in China after two weeks. Well, what's the deal there? I don't know. I guess it just didn't didn't not uh... enough plugs. So, I guess it just didn't strike a chord with the Chinese viewers. Well, a lot, a lot of other major Hollywood movies have stuff specifically in there to uh, appeal to the Chinese viewers. To the best of my knowledge, Force Awakens didn't have any such things, but it did pretty well. Eh? Well, I mean... I don't know. Uh, yeah, there's no telling uh, what else is out in China right now. I certainly don't know. Why are you looking at me? I don't know what's out in China right we now. We depend on you for our news on China, Adam. <laughs> you let us down right now. <sighs> oh, well. Excuse me. Let me call up China really quick and I'll figure out what's on. Well, uh, what else is out in theaters right now in general? Um, we're kind of in a bit of a lull period right here. Um, Proud Mary just came out. I like watchable. <laughs> I don't know. It, it could be pretty cool. Um, what else? Uh, I went to go see The Post. How was that? Interesting. It was. Um, it's a movie that kind of lionizes the press in a time when there's a lot of backlash against it. See, my only problem with the post is that I feel like I already know exactly how the movie will, will feel while I'm watching it, exactly where it's going to go. You know the whole thing because I've already seen Tom Hanks, and Steven Spielberg. Well, do... it's also its history, so you well, it's also know history. how it ends. Well, exactly, but yeah. I mean, like, I, I feel like I already know the like the story beats, how they're going to do it all, the, you know, how well, it's going to be shot. It was pretty much like you would probably expect going. Exactly, in. not necessarily a bad. Thing, it's not a bad thing, I mean, but it's also not. It's not. It doesn't excite me to go see the movie. It would be worth watching on TV or um, right. Netflix or something like that. So it's not a movie I think you have to run out and see right now, but it was good. Um, oh, I, I never doubted it would be good. I mean, it's got quite a creative team behind it. We have Spielberg directing, Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep are both the lead. Exactly. Yeah. Bob Odenkirk was pretty good in his supporting role. Um, there was never any chance that this would not be a pretty good film. Exactly. But, and it was pretty good. So, so that's one of the ways I spent one of my snow days here. <laughs> snow days. Can't kill them enough. Ah, man. But until Black Panther comes out in a few weeks, I can't think of anything really big. Man, that is... That's so close. It Black is. Panther. It's we're about it's deceptively close, man. We're a little I... less than thirty days away. Exactly. Yeah, and I already got my tickets. And it's that's felt... an origins movie that I. I well, it's not really an origin movie though. They, not, did, I mean... they did his origin in Civil War. Hmm. Maybe See, if I watch Civil War, War uh, yeah, it's getting smart now. They're doing their origins in the team movies. Yeah. Um, well, you could argue they started that back with uh, Black Widow and Iron Man too. Yeah. Um, Hawkeye showed up and Thor. 
yeah, pretty much fully formed in Thor. Um, certainly they can, like, tease out extra tidbits that we haven't seen before, but yeah, I don't... When's... The last true Blue Origins story they did was Doctor Strange. Yeah. What was the one they did before that? Ah, of and then Guardians. But Guardians needed to be done because no one knew who the fuck these guys were. No. And even then, it's not... They don't... The only one they really give you a lot of exposition for is Star-Lord. Everyone else just kind of get you get filled in as you go. Pretty much. But, um... Yeah, you're right. They realize that no one needs to know Spider-Man's origin. We already know it. Yeah. So just kind of hit the ground running with that. And most of the time, origins, at least to me, are the most boring parts of superheroes. Like, I, I don't... Well, I, oh yeah, I get... Well, that's especially true considering that all the more iconic characters were written in sort of a simpler time, I want to say. Well, most origins, most superhero origins are very tropey. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, characters like Batman and Superman were the ones who started, started the tropes. tropes. Exactly. But again, how many, how many times do I need to see Batman and Superman's origin? Before it's just given that I know what their origin is. Yeah. Um, you know Spider-Man's origin, so yeah, they don't need to bother showing it. Again. Um, I'd like to see them do something similar when they do an X-Men movie. We know enough about who the X-Men are, you know. Mutation, hated by society. Let's just hit the ground running. We know who the X-Men are. Although. I'm not sure about the FF. Every comic the reader knows who they are, but... The Fantastic Four, you would probably need to at least hint at the origin. Maybe show it in, like, the opening credits. Well, you would but need... But if they, if they show up in the middle of, uh, in the middle of Avengers 4, though, without any origin, I think people will know what's going on. Well, you need something to basically... Get people over the bad FF movies. Yes. That's true, too. Um, Fantastic Four have never had uh, out-and-out unqualified success. Their movies have been ranging from mediocre to god-awful. So, the non-comic-going public, while they... May have some vague ideas because they have been around for so so long. With from the comic books, the movies are gonna give them scrambled messages at yeah. best. Uh, well, I mean, the comic origin is kind of boilerplate Silver Age Marvel. Yeah. They were going about their jobs when radiation happens. Radiation. Yeah. Well, like radiation was the source for the Hulk, for Spider-Man, for the Fantastic Four. They kind of work it into the backstories of different X-Men, I think. Um, well, yeah, and that's because that's what we feared as a culture. Yeah, that's a good... Um, I actually wrote a paper on this in college. The 60s was a time of a lot of paranoia about nuclear bombs and things like that. Radiation was this kind of vaguely understood, like, menacing thing. And it worked pretty well to an origin thing for a superhero because you know that it can do all sorts of crazy things but who's to say it couldn't give you fantastic powers as well when they redo the origin stories in later tellings like in the spider-man movie um the toby mcguire one 
instead of it being radiation, they made it so that the spider was genetically engineered, which was like the hot new science right. thing at the time. Yeah, something that still feels sciencey and could be theoretically possible, and we believe it. Yeah. Uh, that it could have these crazy side effects because the yeah. average person, the average viewer, doesn't have this in-depth yeah. knowledge of it. You have to hit that sweet spot where the audience has almost certainly heard of it, but couldn't possibly explain how it works. And it, who knows what it could do. So now they're... Uh, you know, origins are going to be like the legislative process or electoral college. Sick for I mean, uh, Well, I don't know. See, I know how those work. They're just bullshit ways of working. There's a difference. <laughs> work. Work. They work for somebody. <laughs> they work for oh, somebody. Shit. We can work in air quotes into our podcast finally. Sorry. All of you schlubs listening to this the old fashioned way, you're missing out now. Uh-huh. Wow. Oh. We are into the future. Yeah. Or into the present because video's been around forever. Uh-huh. <laughs> Welcome to the 2000s. Alright. You know, we're almost in the goddamn 2020s. That makes me feel really old. <laughs> we're like, yeah, we're yeah. a little less than two years out now. Yeah. I still want my hoverboard and self-tying shoes. Not happening. You can get those. You just I have know. to pay a whole No, you can't. You cannot get a real hoverboard. It's like yeah. a magnet board. It hovers. And then, and then the hoverboard. Yes, the hover it they requires a hoverboard. A... Is not a hoverboard. It has wheels. Yeah, that whatever the thing that's like trademarks hoverboard. That's bullshit. It isn't hovering in any way, shape, or form. The All magnetic right. thing, sure, okay, if as long as it's like floating off of the ground, that counts. That's fine. Yeah. It, it hovers, but, but only on a special track. I'm sorry you can't like chase down Biff Tannen in it or Why whatever not? the fuck it is you wanted to do, Adam. <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted to do. <laughs> now I wanted to get eaten by the shark from Jaws like 19 or whatever number they were. <laughs> oh, man. It's kind of fun to look at all the. Back to the Future predictions. You know, and you look at a lot of them, uh, they're not that far off. It's not stuff that they couldn't do or... Uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're real close to, uh, you know, it won't take to holographic technology, you know, not... Uh, well, but the thing is, you now if you look at the, the Jaws... 3D, they had it as being this blocky computer graph. Yeah. When I mean, you look at holograms that they have now, they're pretty high resolution, pretty lifelike. Yeah, it is they're, mentioning that as much as we, as much as it sucks that we don't have like flying cars and like Biff Cannon chaseable hoverboards, <laughs> but it's worth mentioning that there's a lot of things that we're doing better than Back to the Future predicted. Like right. They still had a fucking fax machine in Back to the Future Part 2. Yeah, but they also had the, you know, the like a video eight-screen eight video wall, whatever. You could whatever, do that if you channel. wanted. It's just yeah. stupid and you don't really want well, to. Well, no, but <laughs> back then when that came out, people didn't have a thousand channels like they do now. You know, that was the, the fact that you had all those channels. And that the fact, and then, of course, the FaceTime with the boss... 
And then the, now our FaceTime interfaces are much less clunky than the thing in that Right, movie. there there was an article I read about people talking about the future, they'll never get it quite right because yeah. they can't envision the future well, that's true. in I mean, current there's just a lot of things that you're just never going to see coming. Like, most of these things that came out in the 80s, like Buck Rogers, uh, Quantum Leap, whenever they showed, like, visions of the future, everything was, like, made out of clunky Lego blocks, and, like, it's all, like, brightly, like, tie-dye colored or whatever. Right, um, like, and uh... none of them predicted the internet, for instance. You know, uh... Well... Uh, Star Trek a little bit, but mostly... Well, no. I mean, now, Thomas uh, Edison predicted communications across seas and stuff like that. Worldwide news and... I mean, there were people that predicted things that we do on the internet. Sure. Uh, and predicted that there would be something to that effect, but they couldn't see it. Like The Most way people predicted like, predicted uh, what we would call automobiles would be mechanical horses that, uh, you know, oh, there'll be a mechanical horse and buggy, you know. I mean, if you look at it, that's, that's pretty much, you know, what a car is, you know, but you're only seeing it through... 1,800 you know, items. Uh, so, if we were to predict the future, the, you know, uh, it, we, we'd be limited by what we, we see now and trying to force it. Let's say... I suppose so. You know, uh, so, flying cars, yeah, personal, heli uh, personal helicopters and aircraft don't exist, but, you know... If you look at some stuff, eh, I mean, uh, I will say that that Star Trek is the one that did the best of anything that I can think of. Like all of their um, aesthetics don't look too outlandish, even by today's standards. Um, they got cell phones, they got GPS, they got the freaking sliding doors. Which well, and of course that's a real, real case of the inspiration, yeah. Uh, but you look at computers, uh, all their interface terminals, they look like, yeah. you know, they were all lights and, you know, LEDs and flip switches and slides. They look like computers of the day, only a little more, they, you know, uh, Whereas if you look, if they reimagine those interfaces, now you see touchscreen interfaces or 3D hologram interfaces. Although it occurs to me now that most of them were using uh, Alexa. It's like they would mostly just talk to the computer and just tell it to do whatever it is they wanted it to do. Well, they didn't have Alexa. They had uh, Aurora. Yeah, you know, who'd repeat everything the computer would say, you know. I didn't think Ahura did that too, but they did make a joke about that in Galaxy Quest, though. Yeah. yeah. Her only job on the ship was just to repeat the computer. She was the only one the computer would listen to, and then for, and then like some point else, you, know, you don't have to, we heard it, you don't have to say it again. I have one job on this stinking ship. But, yeah. Galaxy Quest is a really good mock-up of Star Trek. It is. <laughs> Like the part where like they're down on the alien planet and it's like they're like oh look they're all cute and like but then the one guy who's like the extra on the show is like they're gonna eat us they're gonna turn evil and they're gonna like be a million of them right did any of you ever watch the show <laughs> <laughs> and he was totally right yeah. and then when they did turn out to be like, let's get out of here one of those things kills guy <laughs> uh, hey, he became a name guy he became like the security officer yeah the... he became the wharf. Yeah. Of the of the TNG version of 
Galaxy Quest. Although I guess it technically wasn't TNG since it was the same cast. Yeah. Man, that would have been weird if like they brought like Shatner and Nimoy and all that back for like. Although I guess that's what some of the movies were. Well, yeah, they did Generations or whatever, which connected the two. Yeah. Shatner's perm, though. Truly awful. So, I said we were reco- recovering from the pre-release, you know, which kind of got hit by snow, so part of it was a little lower than attendance. They got a new magic set out that's pirates and dinosaurs. Yeah. Pirates and dinosaurs. And vampires. Oh my. Oh my gosh. That's all the cool things. Vampiric conquistadors. Pirates and dinosaurs. Hold on, hold on. Vampiric conquistadors? Yes. Like they're all decked out like Hernan Cortez, only they're vampires. Yes, that is the block. Vampiric conquistadors. That's an interesting combination. It, it is. I've never uh, played Magic, but I want one of those cards. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Right. <laughs> oh, she's getting there. You don't have to. Although, if you did, I wouldn't say no. <laughs> well, I mean, they have them commons, uncommons, rare, so, yeah. I'm sure I can at least present you some art to look at and see see, see, see what I'm talking about. I would very much appreciate it. But, uh... They've also had some issues. A while back, there was a, a cosplayer that who was getting a lot of harassment online. Yeah, uh, and she quit Magic because of it. Yeah, this was uh, the end of last year, and they banned the guy that was championing uh, the uh, harassment. I believe we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. We, we did. Yeah. So that Just guy. In my opinion, uh, from last time, still stands. Fuck that guy. Right. Well, so that guy. Um, yeah. Fuck that guy. Went d- digging up what kind of dirt that uh, he could, and apparently there's a magic judge out there somewhere that is on the sex offender registry, and so he started telling all this stuff, making all this big deal. And of course, uh, you know, he shared it with you know various groups and everything online, getting all this. Stuff. So now there's this big deal. Uh, Wizards put out a statement. Well, you know, this was we didn't know that he was on the registry when he, you know, was appointed a judge. He wasn't on the registry, but now, yeah. So now uh, start doing background checks. Right. So now all these stores are complaining because of this new policy. Wizards wants everybody that works in a store, anybody that represents a store, they want them to run a background check. So if you're part of the Wizards Play Network, anybody that runs any game, whether it's Wizards game or not, in your store, on your behalf, has to go through a background check. Which, you know... Sounds like a lot of bureaucracy there for you. It does. And depending on how you define background check, sounds like a lot of expense. Now, they're pretty vague... On what they consider a background check. Yeah. Is it just running somebody's name versus a sex offender registry? That's a free thing that takes a few minutes. Yeah. Okay. That does seem like it would be the most pertinent thing given the context. Now, if it's running uh, an 
a full FBI background check that can cost ten to fifty dollars. Actually, yeah, I had depending to do on that when um, I got my teacher license. <laughs> I bet that was fun. Yeah, yeah but they came up with some good dirt on you, Taylor. That was the worst. Yeah. Uh, the the funny thing is that they say I have somebody here running, say an X Wing tournament. Which is put X Wing being a game put out by a totally different company that's know how related. Uh, I'm supposed to have a background check on the person running the X Wing tournament. Yeah. Or, you know, give up my WPN status. Which, you know, could affect my ability to run sanctioned tournaments and all this other stuff and run the bigger tournaments. Yeah. So basically, that guy went from being an asshole to an even bigger Man, asshole. Yes, oh, and a pain in the ass. He really sounds like a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. But how many people would you have to run background checks on? Are we talking like a dozen? Or... Well, here's the thing. Uh, my like staff. The store. Now, sure, my staff would only be a few people. But when I every judge I have worked for for me at any event. So, and if the judge staff were to change last minute and I couldn't run a background check in time, I'm supposed to cancel said event. Now, my other question is, is how are they going to enforce this rule? So, they haven't said how they're going to enforce it, but we are supposed to keep some proof of running the background check on file. Because yeah. so, it, it, it seems like it would be hard for wizards to enforce this. It just does. I mean, if that yes, helps with the volume, because we're talking like what? Like every, every comic shop. Yeah. But, well, yeah pretty, pretty much every yeah. comic shop runs a card game every now and then. I wouldn't say every comic book shop, but I'd, there's definitely a lot more game, so, uh, game stores than there are comic book stores. So it's probably even more than just every comic book oh, shop definitely. would be. Because the yeah. store down the road will have to do it too, right? Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, every... Every, every place. <laughs> we don't speak of them, Adam. Oh, I didn't say their name. I just said down the road. Yeah, further enough down the road, there's three or four stores. Exactly. But yeah, so there's a lot of uh, retailers who have been uh, really upset about them dictating that anybody doing game demos, like, so, say... I were to have somebody come in here, oh, I have, you know, demo bolt action or whatever, which happens. I'm supposed to run a, boat, a background check on that. Now, of course, you know, uh, a lot of the, the people that do our demos, you know, I know fairly well. Gonna, Some of them are law enforcement. Are you going to have to start running background checks on every single dungeon master? Yes, actually, I'm supposed to. Gosh. Well, I would be surprised if not, because that is something that is actually wizards. run by wizards. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, but if they're running a Pathfinder game in my store, I'm supposed to run a check on it. Or a Vampire of the Masquerade. So if, if I am supporting, uh, if I am sponsoring the event in any way. Okay, so if the shop, any shop runs a sanctioned D&D night, a Magic night... Anything and, wizard uh, at all. You yes. have to do this for every single sanctioned game night of any retailer. Uh, any, uh, yeah, any company. 
Or if I hire somebody to hand balloons out on the sidewalk, I'm supposed to run a background check. To be fair, you probably should be doing that on your balloon distributor anyway. But, uh, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not arguing that. <laughs> so... I'm also supposed to keep proof that I've ran a background check on myself. Right. Okay. Well, that sounds like you're kind of on the honor system with that one. Yeah, so... Well, it sounds like you're kind of on the honor system with that one. I mean, would proof, like, constitute, like... Let's say I did the, the big one, the FBI one. Is there some sort of, like, certificate of completion whenever you do that? I don't know. They they haven't said what proof consists of. Uh, they said they can't say exactly what because it varies from state to state, region to region, what is legally viable. I guess if you did the sex offender one, you'd do like a screen grab or something. Yay! After you run it through the site. Um... I mean, it's yeah. not—it's not a bad idea to. It is now, and when I hire somebody, I do the basic right. stuff anyway. You know, I, right. you know, I—I I do a basic Google search. I check their social media profiles. I run their name through things. But all it, free public it's, information. It's not, it's not a bad idea, but how Wizards is going about it is very half-baked. Right, it's very much an, an overreaction to cover my ass. Right. Feel. At least that's what it's coming off to me. Although I guess if at the end of the day we're keeping <coughs> sex offenders away from more events, that's ultimately a good thing. True. And something I need to know to make sure that I know how to react to this story... Did asshole guy who start all this get any sort of good ending here? Is he still like a pariah? Oh no, he's still banned for Thank life. God. Okay, uh, but he posted it or, and shared the story through uh, Me Too forums. Oh my God! What a piece of shit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who thus, of course, have no sexual uh, harasser is using the Me Too forums. Yeah, yeah. Fuck this guy. And, and they are unaware of his connections to 4chan and other websites and stuff like that. Yeah. I'd like to think they are now, but. Uh, well, you know, it's no, the internet. You share something, one person reshares and tweeted, you know, and. Well, I know the genie's people, out of the bottle now, but. Few people uh, go to look and see where that source actually came from. That's true enough. Uh, you know, that's how you can have so much. We're so susceptible to fake news and all that other stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that is. The big chaos that's going on in the retailer world, or retailer end of it. Lots of fun. Which, uh, you know, and of course, a lot of people are mad because uh, this is coming after a year where the big exclusive sets that uh, the master sets, you know, they're used to be exclusive to WPN store locations, have been sold at Walmart. Uh, yeah, so that hurt them. So, uh, a lot of people are like, well, you know, you're doing all this stuff to help out mass market, but then you're putting this. And it'd be one thing if Wizard said, yeah, okay, we're going to run a background check on anybody that runs a WPN store, and, uh, and yeah, we need to run events. 
Like, Pokemon actually pays for background checks at people running tournaments and all this other stuff. Mm. But this is it. That's the other issue. Like, a lot, they're saying this is all supposed to come out of the pocket of the store owner. Should not. It depends on if they want thorough background checks. They would if they wanted something more than just. Let's just cover my ass. Yeah. You figure they would go, okay, we'll pay $10 or, you know, whatever per TO, you know. Yeah, or at least the judge staff. Yeah, you because know, there's not that many judges. Uh, you know, when you get into the higher level judges, and they have to approve and go through rigorous testing to become a judge to prevent them being frauded, uh, you know, events and stuff like that. Yeah, so. Okay. I don't know. But I was uh, oh, sitting through my Facebook ball. here, and I noticed that Adam shared something which you could very much use. Oh, yes, I um, did. Oh, we're uh, doing our live broadcast. Is that a great invention? Did you... you should get yourself a cat phone stand. Oh, <laughs> I got a it's rather charming, I'd say. <laughs> oh, cats. Cats, cats, cats. Nature's clowns. Is that even doing anything? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, hi, Red Shirt Steve. Oh, uh, if you're hey, watching. Uh, and Mrs. Red Shirt Steve. Yeah. Are people commenting on this shit? Uh, a little bit. Huh. Yeah. Hi, Dad. Wow. Looks like hi, Larry's reaching... Dad. <laughs> well, looks like we're reaching. The wonder, same audience. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. So Larry has this great, beautiful beard. I wonder how big Larry's dad's beard is. I assume it must be like twice as big. It's gotta be. I mean, it's, well, it's gotta uh, be. I don't know if it's twice as big. It's, it's gotta be a grand off wizard. A little. Uh, I, I don't think that is a kindly phrase to describe somebody with. What grand wizard beard? Grand Wizard, yeah. That's what's wrong with that? Most people don't associate that the way you're associating it yeah, right now, that's... Larry. Well, that is the title. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. The KKK does not get to monopolize dragons or wizards. Those are part of nerd culture <laughs> and they don't get to use them exclusively. Fair enough, but the phrase the Grand Wizard. Uh, you see, that's uh, uh, that. He's got like a Gandalf beard, can we say that? Yeah. Uh, How long was Gandalf's beard? It was pretty long, long. yeah. Gandalf's beard was a shade longer than Larry's, I'd say. Only, I don't think it was, like, wider as well. Yeah, they are. Larry does have a very wide beard. It it helps on the size. Uh, Well, as far as the request for beard tips, uh... Head and shoulders shampoo. It's easy on the skin. Soft. Now, do you have to like go through a whole bottle of shampoo per beard cleaning? Or uh, well, I use the head and shoulders shampoo conditioner, and then I uh, actually use another conditioner every so often. Yeah, uh, that helps keep it soft. And... Yeah, but I don't. I don't shampoo. Shampoo it every day. Yeah. Okay. 
the winner will will make it dry. Does make it dry. Oh, what a winter we've been. I bet Red Shirt Steve ain't impressed at all by our winteriness. Oh no, something well, happened. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, should have known we'd fuck it up somehow. Nah, it's. It's trying. Uh, it's trying to go back live, but. Uh, We're experiencing technical difficulties. We need, like. Apparently. We need, like, a placeholder for, like, whenever we're experiencing technical difficulties. You know, like, the image. Da, like, da, yeah. Da, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> it, it, it was worth a shot. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, we want to wrap things up. Yeah, let's move on to the second half of the podcast and go to final thoughts. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, last. Final thoughts do take forever. Alright, Taylor. Final thought, go. Um, new issue of Thor's out. I think you might have heard us talking about it at the beginning of the podcast. Um, I imagine we're getting pretty close to the end here. It seems like things are kind of coming to a head with Jason Aaron's uh, story here. Well, I mean, the arc is called, like, the death of the Mighty Thor, so... Oh, Adam, so naive. <laughs> but, um... I'm, I don't know, like... I mean, it could be a metaphorical death. I it would be the first time they've done that. Either way, though, he's been on... Okay. A Thor book of some form or another for like four or five years now, hasn't he? Yeah. So you got to think. I remember. Uh, I remember Unworthy Thor number one being his fiftieth issue of Thor. Overall. Only fifty. Only fifty. Man, seems like it's been more than that. Well, it's always been a monthly book. So true, true. But man, it's been one hell of a run. Um, and if we are entering the last leg of the journey, which. I imagine and we probably are. Unworthy Thor was a while ago, so it's you're, definitely... Yeah, you're right. It's been, like, at least a year, hasn't yeah. it? So we're probably, we're probably around the 70s now. Yeah. But it's been a great run. It has been. And I hope that it goes out with a bang, which I'm sure it will. All right. Adam? So, I believe it was yesterday, well, the other day, Netflix dropped brand new Godzilla. It's an anime, and I'm going to watch it tonight. I'm super excited for it. Now, what was it you and Dave were saying on the message thread earlier? Well, if you, Attack on Godzilla. Yeah, if you look at the trailer, they basically stole the plot from Attack on Titan and then just threw Godzilla into it. So does one... Spoiler alert. Does one of the human characters become a kaiju then? Uh, no, but I, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie yet, but one of the human characters does really, 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 really hate Godzilla and does not shut up about it. Okay, yeah, it's a background <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, Which shot. is one of those names, like, it's like a good anime, so it gets, like, spoken about so much, but it kind of gets lost on you after a while. What a stupid name that is. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm super excited about it, because, um, you know, Godzilla and anime... <sighs> It really helps free up uh, Godzilla yeah. to really free. show his stuff. Yeah, you've always been hampered by the movies by a dude in a suit. Yeah, but the campiness is part of the charm. Oh, oh don't get me wrong. But I love I love the dude in a suit. Yeah, 
But, but at the same time, you're right. It would be cool to Nobody like kind of the same way it was cool to see Jedi <laughs> kick ass in the Nobody attack uh, when they like attack of the clones cartoon. The right, exactly. Uh, it'd be cool to see them not constrained by the laws of physics. Right, and apparently this takes place in the distant future where Godzilla and all the other monsters have taken over all of the Earth, kicked humans completely off of it. <laughs> And they're like up in space or whatever. Fucking kaiju. And so it'd be great the to see, you know, Godzilla just completely unleash and just wreck shit. Yeah. It'll be a fun watch just for that. Is there? Do you think, or do you know if there's going to be a kaiju battle? Because I feel like those are like the headline events. I don't know. Events. But I do know that there is it is set up to be a trilogy of movies. Mm. So I imagine at least one point. In that trilogy of movies, there will be a kaiju battle. I'm trying to think of which kaiju would look the coolest as an, in like anime style. I feel like Mothra would be pretty cool. You can do like really Mothra cool, would like, be pretty cool. Designs. Like to see King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah is a personal favorite of mine. Yeah, and one of the more popular ones by far. So I'm sure Godzilla's arch. I'm sure he's on the short list. I'm sure he is. Um, Rodan's up there too. I mean, Rodan's not great, but he's iconic, if that makes sense. Like, if you know, like, five Godzilla kaiju, Rodan's one of them. Yes. Well, that was my final thought, Larry. We, we breezed through ours. Uh, I, think the internet's out. I think the internet's out here, here at the shop. Uh, yeah. Fucking A, Larry. What have you done? Uh, uh, I don't over know. Uh, Thank God for our live stream. Yeah, well, well, it's, not, it's not live. It doesn't have the red. Yeah, no. Damn it, Larry! It, uh, yeah, it is. Man, Larry. Not connecting. Yep, yep. What a crushing disappointment. Oh, well. Thanks. What do you expect? It's Larry. Oh, I don't know what to do now. I wonder where it cut out. What do I do? What game are we playing? I don't know. <laughs> But uh, my guess is uh, Travis tripped over a cord on the Wi-Fi feed, maybe? I don't know. Run around yeah, back there. Yeah, everything on Travis. Let's throw Travis under the bus. That is his job. You're hardwired. Check your I mean, the, the Wi-Fi signal is out on my phone and the computer. Check the, the Wi-Fi router. Uh, over here, over here. It's over by where the laptop is. But, yeah, other than that, uh, well, uh, if you listen to the rest of this podcast... You're some uh, sort of wizard, apparently, <laughs> since we weren't able to record it. <laughs> well, I mean, we're still recording the audio portion of it. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, let us know what you think of the video portion. See, you, know, you had or, me thinking uh, that we were had completely wasted much, our time. It would have been, been much like better if you had used the $1,000 worth of video. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, so, wasn't a complete waste of time. No um, more than the regular <laughs> podcast is. Yeah, whatever. Well, way to get all fucking existential on us, Larry. <laughs> So. Oh well. Amanda has wireless. Then maybe it's Facebook. Surely Facebook's not. And maybe it just doesn't like you, Larry. Man. I don't know. I feel like that's a pretty good bet that the fates themselves conspire against you. Sometimes it happens. It, yeah, sometimes it does. 
But now, uh, I mean, yeah. Exciting. It is. So is that your final? Anyway, thought? yes, that is my final thought: is <laughs> aggravation and frustration. Yeah, that sounds like your normal thoughts. Well, it is. <laughs> I mean, um, those probably will be your actual final thoughts or ones of frustration and aggravation. Presumably Jules' fault somehow. Yeah, well, yeah, we could try blaming Jules, but, yeah. That should be uh, our, like, technical difficulty uh, screen. It's just, like, a picture of Jules, like, sniffing some or something. Yeah. Now <laughs> <laughs> are him photoshopped on the back of the milk cart. Well, it's gonna have to be him photoshopped because he doesn't exist. Right. Yeah, uh, Ah, uh, well. Maybe we could Photoshop a pizza pizza into Jules. Yeah, I mean, I saw this into video Jules? once. I'm not even sure what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, man, there's Is a... Is just going to be pizza sticking out of his chest or something? Or what's no, the plan There's an internet video <laughs> where it talks about Photoshop. It's a, we're going to show you this Photoshop job in reverse, and it starts out as a supermodel. Uh-huh. And so oh. they're reversing it, and... It, the, the original image was a piece of pizza. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, actually. Well, now I'm scared. He knows what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. I kind of wish I had forgotten well, about that, but you just reminded me of it. But, oh, Larry. Well, okay. Why do you have to ruin it? Kill by himself! I'll do what I can. <laughs> Now, uh, now every time he sees a supermodel, all he's going to think about is pizza. Or shit, I might see pizza and not think about it as a supermodel. Love Which pizza. Could, uh, you know, lead to some weird interactions at the buffet table, I suppose. It just might, Larry. It just might. Uh, oh. Oh, well. But anyway, catch us next week at the same time. <laughs> Uh, same geek channel. Alright, or find us online at comicsc2.com. And sometimes maybe on Facebook Live. Who knows? Uh, or outrightgeekery.com. Or comicsc2.com. Or I think I said that one already. Probably, you know. Our professionalism isn't a strong suit, so you can just sit here saying whatever you want. I like to be relaxed. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Yeah, you know, son of Maddie, whatever. That, that bourbon in your hand right now very very much tells me you like to be relaxed. Yeah. It's good stuff. It is. Uh, let's get out of here before we all get too blackout drunk. Well, yeah. <laughs>